It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and Jason Walker. Welcome back to the, uh, you know, to the to the show that we're doing right now. Following the local teams, breaking down the biggest games with in-depth analysis and team interviews. There's going to be much higher expectations, sense of awareness of what uh, we bring to the table. Join the show by calling into 435-752-1069 or text 435-339-0321. It's the Full Court Press. Gross, and yes! Touchdown, did he get it? Ah, what's going on, everybody? Eric Franson. No Jason Walker here on the show. He is absent today. On his way to Provo to uh, report on Utah State at BYU. Maybe some of you are on your way as well. Uh, You better have been already on your way by now uh, if you hope to get there by game time. Game is going to be kicking off at 6 o'clock, and that means our game day coverage will begin at 4.30 with Al Lewis, Craig Hislop, with expanded coverage and uh, unique audio uh, that you can't find anywhere else, starting at 4.30 here on The Fan and on KVNU this afternoon, leading right up until kickoff, which will be 6 o'clock on ESPN. And news breaking just before the start of the show today uh, that Logan Bonner is out. He will not dress. He will not play today for the Utah State Aggies. It's Cooper Lagaz time, and uh, he'll he came in in the bowl game and uh, helped the Aggies uh, beat an Oregon State team in a pretty big bowl. Different circumstances here tonight, where it's a rivalry game, and it's uh, actually it's in Cooper's uh, own backyard. Uh, it's he's a Utah County kid, but uh, that big news today that uh, that was. Uh, there's been some rumors all week long. I'll be honest. There have been multiple rumors, and uh, it was confirmed just within the last 30, 20, well, 20 to 30 minutes that, uh, that Logan Bonner uh, will not play today because of a leg injury. Now, when I asked Blake Anderson on Monday during his press conference, we all saw Logan Bonner get rocked. We saw that he favored his leg, and some people even were saying that he got carted off the field at the end of the game. And so I concluded, I, the last question I was able to get in in the press conference was about, you know, how, how's the health of Logan Bonner? And he kind of gave a, a, a non-answer other than talking about how, how tough he is, which, yes, Logan Bonner is, is tough. Um, but this is what Blake Anderson said on Monday about uh, Logan Bonner and his and his health after he got rocked at the end of the game. Pretty good shot, uh, as Logan has always done. The dude got back up and somehow finished finished the game last play. I was ready to take him off, but uh, they blitzed the late backer and the guy. I mean, just exploded him right there uh, as he was letting the ball go. Somehow he would finish the next play, get a ball thrown to the end zone. Uh, but that's that's kind of who Logan was all last year and has continued to be that through this injury and and getting us to this point. So not much of an answer there from from coach other than to you know praise Logan Bonner for his grit and his toughness, which he absolutely deserves that praise. Uh, but now reports are that uh, it was a serious enough injury that he will not be dressing tonight and it will be Cooper Lagaw. Under center uh, 
for the Utah State Aggies. So, you know, what What has Cooper Lagarde done? Uh, he, uh, as we said, he subbed in, and he took 20 snaps in the bowl game, completed 11 passes for 171 yards. You know, the, the bulk of those came on that first passing play for more than 60 for a touchdown. And in the bowl game, he threw for two touchdowns and one interception. And so far this season, in very limited action, uh, 7 of 17 for 40 yards and one interception for Cooper Lega. So going to be some pressure on him uh, to see what he can do. But he is going to provide a different dynamic for, uh, for this Utah State offense in, uh, in, in a quarterback who can scramble and be mobile and try to create some, some different opportunities. So uh, this will be very interesting to see how this works out. Uh, there's no report on the extent of Logan Bonner's injury, if it's just for this game or if it's an extended period of time. Uh, I would not be surprised if it's for a couple of games, but I don't know. Uh, again, I don't want to speculate. I'm not a doctor. I don't know the full details of the injury and the full extent of his, uh, you know, how much Logan Bonner will not be available. But uh, that's the, the big news today ahead of uh, the start of this game, which will be kicking off in less than two hours. Again, if you want to weigh in on this news and other last-minute thoughts about Utah State and BYU, feel free. The Full Court Press text line is open, 435-339-0321. We've also, you know, a history last night in Major League Baseball. And I have to give Major League Baseball credit for how they handle historic moments. Certainly better than uh, a lot of other uh, sports, uh, how they do it. But um, you, you can weigh in on that. And just a few other reminders about a few other things that are going on uh, tonight in the next uh, few days. But uh, going to our uh, text line, 5338 texting in, unfortunately, I predict another decisive Aggie loss at that Provo campus's great and spacious building. Yeah, um, well, let me ask you this. The changing quarterback, does that... How much does that potentially help Utah State and make this a more competitive game tonight? Or does it hurt Utah State and make it so BYU will have a wider margin of victory in this one? 435-339-0321. Because, I'll, I mean, I'll be honest, Cooper Lega, I think he does provide some things that Logan Bonner is not great at primarily scrambling and moving the chains with his feet. But Logan Bonner is the better passer. He is somebody who is going to try to press the ball down the field. And uh, he's a gamer. And so he will stay in there and try to make a great play until the very last moment. And I'm not saying that Cooper won't or Cooper can't, but we just have a lot more tape on Logan doing that than we do for Cooper Lagaw. But we saw Cooper Lagarde pretty much ran the the ones during spring, had a lot of reps in the fall as uh, Logan Bonner was recovering from his injury. So, um, you know, he's he's had a lot of reps. And uh, this is his opportunity to step in and and uh, you know, lead this team. I would suspect that Levi Williams will get some opportunities as well. Uh, I don't know what that rotation is going to look like. But uh, I would imagine we'll see some Levi Williams in the matchup tonight, also under center for Utah State. Uh, 4446 texting in. 
Nothing can hurt us worse than what we have been doing. We can only go up from here. Still going to lose 54 to 10. Ooh. Wow. That's uh, that's quite the margin there, 4446. I, w- I would give a little more respect to the Utah State defense, but if the USU offense can't do much, then you know there's, there's only so much the defense can do, and uh, they could get gassed. Uh, but 2197 texting in. Lagaw will extend drives with his legs, meaning defense will be on the field less, which equals a closer score. Yeah, and I think that's a good point, and I agree with that. And I think that his ability to extend a play, maybe that's the best way to describe it, what he can do versus versus Logan Bonner, is that he can extend a play more because of his, his feet, because of his scrambling ability. I, I just hope that he doesn't get happy feet and you know being there in Provo in that setting on national television – but look, there's a guy who came in on national television in a unique setting and calm, cool, and collected, made an audible at the line of scrimmage and threw a 62-yard bomb to score a touchdown. So the guy has it in him. So I would, I don't, I guess I shouldn't be second-guessing him too much in being able to handle the moment of what's going on tonight. Uh, 9315 texting in. I think Cooper helps us because of the unknown factor. Uh, I have to give Utah State some credit for this. I, I don't I don't know when it became clear that Logan Bonner would not play tonight, if it was right after the game or if it was sometime today. But regardless, I have to give the Utah State football program credit for keeping it pretty hush-hush. Yeah, there were some rumors floating around this week, but they seem to be dispelled and quieted. But, um, you know, 3.45, just hours before kickoff, uh, being more officially reported that um, that Cooper Legault would be the starter today. Uh, I have to hand it to that Utah State coaching staff and players of, you know, keeping a pretty good lid on it. But uh, so Cooper Legault will be a little bit of an unknown. Not as much tape on him. There is some but not a lot of time for BYU to adjust to a different style. Um, but uh, this is an ongoing discussion that we've been having. Wide receivers have to do their part to help this guy out, even more so than what they've been doing so far this season. They have to help out the new uh, and not totally inexperienced, but less experienced quarterback and create opportunities for him to get that offense in rhythm, moving down the chains, and get put him in a position to to have some success. So, yeah, big news coming out of Utah State today. Not from them, but uh, from others uh, reporting, and um, you know that that he would be under sender. Pete Thamel was the, the the most national reporter that was able to actually officially report on it. Uh, some of us may have. Known some details earlier, but uh, wanted to make sure we... You know, it's a rivalry game. You have to be careful about some of those things. But Cooper Lega is going to be the, the starting quarterback for Utah State tonight. Now, I don't know for how long, how many more games he will be the starter. Uh, how long Logan Bonner will be out, those are unknowns. But, um, but Cooper has been somebody who's shown the ability to step in on big moments and, and do all right. 
was the primary quarterback in the spring. Took a lot of quality reps in the scrimmages because uh, Logan Bonner was limited in the scrimmages. So you know, this is a guy that's not totally unprepared to step in and, uh, and, and play with the other first-team teammates for Utah State. 435-339-0321 if you want to continue to weigh in on that. Uh, how, does this, how does this potentially change the game today between Utah State and BYU? as that kicks off at 6 o'clock, and we'll have uh, pregame coverage starting at 4.30 here on The Fan. One of the other big things that happened uh, last night in sports was Aaron Judge hitting number 61. Uh, he uh, hit the home run in Toronto. I actually I happened to have the TV on checking uh, what was going on with the hurricane in Florida, Got some relatives who live in the Tampa area, so we were watching with interest to see how they may be affected and just happened to uh, switch over to see what was going on on ESPN or anything else that was going on in sports. I thought, oh, but it's kind of a light sports night. I don't know what's going on. And all of a sudden, it had just happened. So I didn't see it live, but I saw things shortly thereafter. A really exciting moment for baseball. And look, I have to give baseball credit for how they celebrate these moments. Because we've all known number 61 was a big number, right, for, for, uh, for home runs. Uh, Barry Bonds got it up to 73. Uh, this, would be the, he, he, this is tied for the most home runs in the American League and still time to surpass that to get to uh, an even higher number possibly. And that's being celebrated. Uh, but I, I kind of... I'm kind of getting frustrated with people saying this is the home run record. But it's not. I mean, Sammy Sosa hit more home runs, Mark McGuire hit more home runs, and Barry Bonds hit more home runs. And as the, the, those games played out, they hit those home runs during the course of the game. Have they been suspended? Have those records been taken down? No, they haven't. They're still there. Those are the guys who hit the most home runs. And I celebrate what Aaron Judge did. It's awesome and it's monumental. But the home run record is 73 from Barry Bonds. But one thing I do have to give credit to the baseball is how they recognize these significant moments. Like, can you... Can you name the number of passing yards, the most passing yards in a game in the NFL? Or can you name the, the most passing yards in a season by a quarterback, the most touchdowns ever in the NFL? I think we might be able to figure out who that player might have been, but do you know the number? Do you know the number of, of points from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? I think I've got an idea of the number, but I don't know the specific number. It's not talked about and celebrated and, and spoken in hushed tones. So I have to give baseball credit for how they celebrate these moments. In fact, uh, Aaron Boone, he talked about that uh, last night after the game. and uh, that you know, Giving credit where credit's due and how baseball cherishes these moments and really does it correctly. I think one thing that makes our sport a little more special than the others is the history of it all and the numbers and 
Um, you know, I think we do history really well. And this has been a year and a season and now coming down to the wire where um, we're in the middle of one of those magical historical moments that's tied to a number. And it was a magical moment. Uh, you know, there's the anticipation you know, through the course of the season, especially when we're getting into August and in, through September, like, my gosh, he's on pace. And it's like, wow, he's, have, he's doing a great job. But then as that number starts to get closer and closer, kind of like Albert Pujols when he started to get close to 700, it's like, that's a really exclusive club. Can he get there? And the, like, the anticipation leading up to it was magical. It was really fun. And then it happens, and it is awesome, and it's celebrated. Uh, I, when Steph Curry just, uh, was it just this last year, surpassed um, you know, Ray Allen for the three-point uh, lead, yet there was anticipation for when that number would happen, when that three-pointer would go in the hoop. But it, this seems different in how it, the lead-up and the excitement and the anticipation for Major League Baseball and how they handle these moments. So I have to give credit for baseball in how they handle significant moments in their sport. And they really do a much better job than a lot of the other professional sports. Totally agree with Aaron Boone. Uh, going back to our full-court press text line, 9315, texting in, says, all I can say is wrestlers know how to win under physical and mental pressure. <laughs> was Cooper Lega a wrestler? I don't, I don't know if he was. Maybe he was. Maybe uh, 9315 just as a shout-out for those who are wrestlers, and that's fine. Look, one thing about Cooper Lega, and I, I recognize this, when he first arrived on campus, uh, I've always recognized him as somebody who has gone out of his way to try to connect with his teammates and to uh, you know, make sure he's high-fiving his teammates at, at, during, after practice and be involved and engaged. And I, I, I definitely recognize that in his earlier years. I don't know that I've recognized to that same degree of what he's been doing uh, more lately. But uh, as we've talked about here on this show... When a team is, is struggling, the most popular guy on campus is the backup quarterback. And so this is an opportunity to see if, okay, do you deserve the hype? A lot of people excited to see this move, and how well is it going to play out for you? We'll see starting at 6 o'clock on ESPN. All right, a timeout here on the Full Court Press. I uh, want to come back more about uh, what's going on uh, tonight, setting the stage for Utah State and BYU. What's going on in Thursday night football in the NFL if you decide to switch over and watch that instead? Uh, and a little bit more on this historic moment in Major League Baseball. It's coming up next on the Full Court Press. SC Needham Jewelers is where Utah gets engaged. Couples throughout the state buy their rings from SC Needham Jewelers because of our low prices, extensive ring selection, and extraordinary benefits and services with financing available. Go to scneedham.com to learn more. We have many unique and beautiful engagement rings starting at $500. You'll find affordable engagement rings with our integrity price guarantee. This is why we are where Utah gets engaged. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7. Essie Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. 
Advanced Heating and AC, the two-time gold medal winner in Best in Builder, Utah. They're teaming up with Carrier Heating and Cooling. Carrier provides you the best furnace units available. And now's the best time to buy a new unit before the weather turns cash valley cold. Financing options are available. Turn to the experts at Advanced Heating and Carrier. Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning, 752-7272. Or stop by the showroom west of DI. And online at advancedheating-ac.com. We're not comfortable until you are. Advanced Heating and Air. Don't get caught without power after a windstorm or a major winter freeze. Golden Spike Electric offers Generac backup generators so you can be prepared and keep your home warm while avoiding frozen pipes. Golden Spike Electric is one of the largest Generac dealers around, so you know it'll be installed right. Whether you're a homeowner or an electrician, contact Golden Spike Electric to rest easy the next time the power goes out. Online at gsegenerators.com or call 435-257-3016. They also service other models. Sunday on Compass Media Network's coverage of the NFL, it's an AFC West rivalry renewed as the Las Vegas Raiders host the Denver Broncos. Hi, this is Chris Carino. Join Brian Boldiger and me for all the action as these two longtime foes battle it out in Vegas. Can Russell Wilson lead the Broncos to a third win in a row? Or will Derek Carr and Devontae Adams power the Raiders to their first win of the season? It's the Raiders and the Broncos. If it's the NFL, it's right here. Sunday afternoon, beginning at 145 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Valvoline Instant Oil Change is at 695 North Main in Logan. Open every day of the week, even on Sundays. Don't forget to take care of your car. They've got... The products that you need, and they let you get, and they get you in and out quickly, as it should be when it comes to getting your oil change. Uh, so, magical moment last night in Major League Baseball. Aaron Judge, and look, I have to give him credit. It doesn't look like he has been purposely or actively chasing you know, Roger Maris's number. Uh, but it is a contract year for him, and he's he's very humble. He, he's uh, all about the team. Last night I, I watched his post game interview on on television, and the the reporters trying to ask him about the home run. And oh, it was number sixty one. And he's like, well, you know, the game was tied three three. I was just happy that 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 gave us the lead again. It was a two run shot, and that gave us a cushion. He was thinking more about the game itself and the situation at hand rather than. Oh, yes, I got number 61. So I have to give him credit for that. But um, earlier today, uh, in speaking to Tom Verducci for Sports Illustrated, Aaron Judge said, and I quote, 73 is a record in my book. No matter what people want to say about that era of baseball, for me, they went out there and hit 73 homers and 70 homers, and that, to me, is what the record is. And I totally agree. That's what's in the record books. That's what it is. And look, what they did at that time saved baseball. Not so much what Barry Bonds did, but absolutely what Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa did. They saved baseball. And look, what Aaron Judge has been doing this summer has been fantastic. And it is, it is pushing baseball back into people's uh, discussion and excitement. And this is how it played out on the radio 
when that home run left the yard in Toronto. And the payoff. There goes the deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 61. He ties Roger Maris for the American League single season record with 61 home runs. It's a two-run judgian blast. Here comes the judge. A two-run blast, and the Yankees take a 5-3 lead on number 61 for Judge. And the entire Yankee team is out on the field. They are hugging him one by one. Patty Judge is standing behind the Yankee dugout. She got a big smile on her face. And the Yankee team outside the dugout, everyone hugging him. Garrett Cole now hugging him. Aaron Boone, one of the first people out there. A beautiful, beautiful moment for this guy. Wow. Every single player is out there. He's doing hugging each one, one at a time. I think it's fabulous. And also, that home run, that was gone when he swung the bat. What a rocket. Very cool. Uh, And look, it would have been better, sure, to have that done in Yankee Stadium. But look, he, he tied the record in Toronto. He still has an opportunity to break the record at home. So... He's not done, um, and uh, there's there are opportunities for you know, more to come out of Aaron Judge, but uh, give them credit for you know, recognizing the moment. Give Toronto credit for how they handled the moment in their house. Um, I and I appreciate. I think you have to give a shout out to the the pitching staff there um, for for even throwing to him. Because for the last week and a half, nobody's wanted to throw to him. Nobody wants to go down as the guy that threw the, the, the pitch. But the Yankees are going to be home this weekend in a series against the Orioles. So an opportunity, uh, once again, for Aaron Judge to surpass the number. And already people are speculating that home run ball that, that surpasses Roger Maris's record could be worth up to $5 million. Insane. Not, not bad. But good for Aaron Judge. And I think that kind of puts him in the pole position for, uh, for the MVP for Major League Baseball. Uh, 9315, before we close out the show on a shortened edition, but 9315 saying, uh, yes, Cooper Lega is a Utah State champion wrestler. 9315 would know that. I appreciate this. Uh, he is uh, he's a gutsy player. Look, look, his he hasn't been like totally accurate, but he's a he's a gamer in his own right. But there's a reason Logan Bonner was a starting quarterback last year, and he earned that right, and he earned the opportunity to be the starting quarterback this year. Uh, but it's been clear that he's had some injuries. the The offensive game calling has been different, uh, but now he's out, and uh, Logan Bonner will not start tonight. He uh, he will be on the sidelines, and it'll be time for Cooper Lagat to play and to lead this team. I would imagine we'd see a lot of Levi Williams as well, but uh, I think you'll see a lot more from these scrambling quarterbacks, which could help Utah State in their offensive you know, sluggishness that we've seen so far this year, not able to move the chains, have some success on first down, and to really start to play with pace because they're behind – the chains and just can't move the ball very well on first and second down. 
and makes it too sticky for them and too much of a challenge in those later downs. So we'll see what happens. Don't forget tomorrow, Logan High football, their football game is going to be at Utah State University. So Logan is hosting Green Canyon tomorrow in uh, on Merlin Olson Field. So don't forget about that. And so that's coming up uh, tomorrow night at uh, at 6 o'clock, or 6.45, I should say, pregame coverage for us on, on KVNU with Jason Walker. He'll be doing that. But then um, the game with the Logan and Green Canyon will be there at USU, not at Logan High. So don't forget about that. If you want to go check out the Logan High Grizzlies, do not go to Logan High School. Make sure you go up to the uh, Utah State football campus and to you know, cheer on the Grizzlies and the uh, Wolves on Merlin Olsen Field. Cool opportunity to play on the, in that stadium. All right, uh, KVNU game day coverage. Simulcast here on The Fan with Al Lewis is coming up next, and the game kicks off at 6 o'clock on ESPN.